0: Oh, hey, friends. Welcome to this episode of Super Soul Sit Down. Today, we are talking beauty and aging with some of Hollywood's beauties, Bo Derek, Beverly Johnson, and Sybil Shepard. Stay tuned for this. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now.
1: Hey, hey, what's hey. going on? <laughs> Over here, Aging Gracefully
0: on this Monday. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, if, if we don't say it to myself, oh, I felt so convicted, and they were like, why do ladies lie about their age? But we're gonna get all into the reasons why we do that. So thank you for tuning in. Welcome to this episode of Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Super Soul Conversations by Oprah. Um, we are excited to talk about this episode today called Aging. It's all about aging and how to, how we're aging gracefully and everything related to it. So before we dive into these topics, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm your host, <laughs> Jamie Alexander, and to my left is the ever so cool Haley J.
1: Hey, guys. <laughs> so we weren't here last Monday, so we're coming yes. in even stronger this Monday because we have to talk about we have to something that's weirdly taboo, and I... The first thing that came to mind when I heard this episode is when Oprah put it in perspective of denying years of your life. I was like, why do we so do harsh. that? Why why is it even well, seen insulting when we say like you you taught I was taught anyways, don't ask someone how old they are. That's disrespectful, but why?
0: Well, I mean, it's one of those things that we're accustomed to here in I'll just say America, because this is where I'm from, where I live, and I happen to be in Hollywood, too. We do. So there's all kinds of things attached well, you to look. better not
1: be aging here. Oh,
0: my God. It's insane. It's really true, because, you know, personally, I, I don't like to tell my age. I like to have fun and let people guess and then leave it be, because really? I personally feel like the second somebody knows exactly how old I am, they try to put me in a box and wonder why I don't have kids, why I'm doing this, no. what I'm doing. I don't like being sized up, because my I'm comfortable with my age, but... Yeah, sharing it does make me feel uncomfortable because I don't let people know my business.
1: You know, the only time I ever felt weird about age was when in elementary school, for whatever reason, all the kids were saying how old their parents were. And I always had (laughs) older parents. And I remember that was one of the first moments for me being embarrassed that my parents were older because I felt judgment. Them saying, well, your parents are old felt like a bad thing. And I remember not wanting to talk about it. But personally, anytime I play the how-old-are-you guessing game, they always guess younger, which used to be annoying. But now the older I get, people tell me I'll eventually like that. But a lot of people... Always think I'm younger.
0: Yeah, people think I'm younger, even when I get it. The consens- consensus for me is ten years younger than my real age. Well, so that's we a could good just, thing. Yeah, we could
1: just stop there. That's fine. The kids I nanny four think I'm 52, though. So okay, there's that <laughs> somewhere in the middle. But have you lied about your age before?
0: Yeah, of course. Because really? so again, I'm comfortable with my age, but I don't know. It and depends who, on
1: who are we lying to. Is it a guy? Is it?
0: Um. Usually, so I think I've gotten to the point where I'm more just like. I'm not going to share, not even like a lie, but I've lied the for like TV is exciting, the mystery. I've done so for TV purposes. But if I've ever um, thought about dating a guy seriously, then right out the gate, I'll let him know. Cause yeah. that makes sense. I don't, you know, just cause
1: well, it's not I, that I don't want to be it honest. Very odd. If a guy lied about his age to me, I've had a guy lie about his
0: age. Cause I attract younger men and he was younger than I thought he was. Thank uh. God he was legal.
1: Just I just kidding. feel like if you're lying about <laughs> things up front, there's something else you're lying about. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean? it's a
0: character thing for sure. That's why sometimes I just definitely opt out. I was excited to talk about this because it is a thing. And there were so many like nuances of this podcast that stood out to me like, wow, I'm kind of about that life. Like, first of all, I love Oprah's stance because I found pieces of me in all these ladies. But when Oprah was very clear about like, I wasn't the pretty girl. So I, Off top, like at a very young age, switched to the things of the mind and what I knew and I was smart and I was articulate. I felt that. Like, how did you feel younger when you – like, when did you discover you were beautiful or –
1: you know what I mean? (laughs) I Well, I feel like I went through stages of confidence in my life where – Maybe in high school, like sophomore year, I felt good about myself and then got my haircut. And it sounds so dumb, but Mm. I lost a lot of confidence and I did not feel good about myself. And I was almost mad at myself thinking, how are you going to let a haircut define so much of how you value your self-worth? But I did. Mm. And honestly, this sounds even more ridiculous, but I was... Probably, And it was obviously not just hair. It was a mix of, you know, not feeling my best overall. But it was probably one of, like, the most depressing times starting college and just not happy with the way I looked and realizing how much that affected me. And that's not okay. But I don't know if – I feel like I got to a place where I'm more confident. So if I was back in that place, I don't know if I could say I wouldn't feel the same Yeah.
0: I mean, you have to feel it and feel through it and go through it to even be able to recognize it and change it or heal it, if you will. And I know for me, like at a young age, I wasn't the pretty girl. Like I was a cute kid. I was sunshine. I was like all happy. But when it came to like, I would say middle school, I found out I was like, oh, like, okay, so I'm more funny and cool and other things but I definitely wasn't like the hot pick for any I was taller I had glasses braids in my hair well braids were very cool but whatever (laughs) you know it's just I wasn't you know there's a lot of things because I've felt that way on and off in my life especially being here in Hollywood like I used to club a lot and that's like a whole nother thing being a black girl trying to club in Hollywood will make you feel like the ugliest person on the planet it's really bad
1: is it really? Oh, it's
0: bad. It's bad. It's like a whole conversation
1: in a not conceited way, and I don't mean to make this sound conceited, but I definitely notice I get less attention going out here, oh, and I've, I, I look around and I'm like, oh, everyone's pretty, so it's like I don't, mm. I feel, felt like maybe back home, they're not. There's no good way to say it. there's like a less attract people but Hollywood it's like it's everywhere. So yeah. in that mindset it does. I think we've touched on this before where it does make me feel like okay, if everyone's beautiful, you got to be more than that. If obviously we strive to be more than that anyways, but right. especially now realizing that The looks are going to fade. Everyone around you is getting (sighs) attention. So if that's all you are, then you're kind of nothing. So let's value more. So Oprah was actually probably at the time, and she makes it sound great now because she never valued herself based on beauty, which we would see as a superpower now. But I'm sure at the time, being a young girl and not feeling pretty had to be really hard to go through.
0: But then that's – so looking back, that – I had to shift my mindset about what was pretty and what was not very early on cuz I couldn't I I remember the stage in middle school where I was like I can't be down about not looking like this. I didn't have boobs. I, oh, my parents didn't let me dress conscious about that. You know one. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my parents didn't let me dress like the other kids. Like I used to change clothes. There was so many things where I was like, "You know what? Extensions, this look thing, I can't I can't put weight on it cuz it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. I don't know which way to go. All I know is God doesn't make mistakes, and I had to let that stuff go early. I like that. So now it's like every time, you know, somebody gives me a compliment and like, oh, you're beautiful, it really is like hearing it for the first time because that's not where my weight ever was. It's more like I have a good personality, I'm really friendly, and can bring people together. That's the stuff that's important to me. So I'm happy about that because, girl, these looks are going to fade.
1: Absolutely. And <laughs> I think that's what a lot of the women in the podcast were explaining how... They finally, when, and Oprah was saying how happy she was that for the first time she heard, um, I know, like, she interviewed Sybil Shepard and Allie McGraw and how all of these, a lot of women that she talked to in the past would just never admit that, yeah, your beauty got you places. And I think oh, yeah. it was refreshing and very honest to hear these women say Yes, I was told I was beautiful and I saw cuz you you can see how other people are treated that are beautiful. You can that's why we I think we strive for it so badly because you yeah. see how society treats people that are more attractive. And so I think all these women especially in the acting business, you are getting the pretty girl role and I I mean, why would you not want that when you see that it leads to success and then that fun comparison game, but how how interesting and how shifting of the mind can it be if that's all you kind of know of yourself as i'm seen as a pretty girl the young hot hollywood girl and then suddenly you're older and you're not as accepted you're not the it girl anymore i right. imagine that is really scary and essentially realizing you held so much identity in something that really had nothing to that do with fleeting. who you were yeah because we're not our looks this is nope. just our outer shell so i do think this is speaks to why oprah is so powerful because as a child. She knew it was about what was inside versus the outside.
0: Yeah, and she made it anyway, and that's why I love, you know, the power in that. I feel like with some women who are beautiful and don't want to admit certain things is there is kind of like a guilt that comes with it, depending on how you look at it and how you use it. Like if you're using your beauty to like, yeah. You know what's that saying um, from Players Club? You got to use what you got to get what you want. Like some people take that. (laughs) You could take that to a 10 or you could dial it down to a 2, but I do think there's like a... Guilt that comes with it. Because like Sybil Shepherd said, she's like, thank God my parents were good looking. I didn't do anything to earn this. But lucky me, I have this blessing that I was beautiful and they got me places and whatever.
1: Sybil even had an interesting point when she said, why are we expected to say thank you? And when you think about it, we're taught, we're taught manners, you know. This When someone compliments you, you say, thank you. That's just how we act in society. But she made a really good point of, if I really did nothing to make... It's not like I'm complimenting your outfit, but just saying, right. I find... She even said, like, my bones happened to me in the right place. And right. she really had nothing to do with that much. Maybe her physical shape and keeping up with herself has something to do with what yeah. she does. But it, it was just a very simple... Why am I expected to thank people for something I didn't do? But she would True. be looked at as very rude to not say thank you for that. But
0: especially just, for your looks, then yeah. you become the bitch or somebody uh-huh. who's this or that. Like it's, I, I don't, I, I'm going to say it's, it can be hard being pretty. Some people are mean to you or rude because they think you have an easier life because you look good. And that's not always that's pretty exactly, people go through things. That <laughs> like, is exactly you know. what
1: Oprah said. And mm-hmm. she said that um, a lot of people assume that the beautiful person in the room thinks they're higher up do you I I think it depends I think sometimes you really do feel an energy from really attractive people and sometimes I do feel smaller than them based on the way they're portraying themselves
0: however I, yeah. I've
1: also met very very beautiful very kind people yeah. so and i think like you said being pretty can be hard sometimes i've i've heard a lot of models speak on how they just feel like people look at them yep for their beauty and they don't ever get the chance to know them and yeah. i know if someone's sitting here and not feeling confident they're like oh poor you you're beautiful but i i think unless you are that person and you're always treated just based on the outer appearance and you can tell people just don't care to get to know you, that's got to take its toll on someone Yeah, to feel like that's all you're worth and believe you're more, but to constantly feel like that's all people are seeing of you.
0: Yeah. The onslaught of attention. I think in one of our prior episodes, I think we were talking about in Toni Morrison stuff, um, finding a different way to compliment kids. Like, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Like, that's cool, but... You know, you're smart. You're confident. You're responsible. You're such a leader. You you share. You know, other things about the personality and the person. I think are so valuable to share. So we're all playing our part in not getting so weighted on what's beautiful and what's not. Because I definitely think that's laid out by society. I know. Absolutely. I, yeah, I personally find beauty in because we mentioned the person that walks into the room, and I feel like I carry a certain energy when I walk into the room, but I don't. I can't really say it has anything to do with what I think I look like. It's more just I'm allowed to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm allowed to be full in who I am. And I think anybody who rolls like that, despite their facial features, would be looked at or respected the same. I think energy is much more powerful than...
1: I definitely agree. Yeah. However, I will admit that if I'm feeling like I look better on the outside, I definitely act more confident. I may Mm -hmm. approach someone that I wouldn't approach if I'm not feeling good about myself. Mm -hmm. I've noticed myself look down and not make eye contact with people if I don't feel like I look good.
0: Yeah, I understand. I've definitely been there. We've all been there and struggled with the way we look and actually caught myself saying something earlier that I kind of want to retract just about beauty fading. Why can't we get into the idea of- Instead of
1: evolving. Yeah. I like that. Well, yeah, I was gonna say when you think about aging, do you get a little scared?
0: Yes, do I do. I I get. Ter- I'm one of those people who I look and I'm like, oh my god. When I smile, I see all this
1: going on. The iPhone is like, so clear now. Is not okay because I didn't even know that I had those crow's feet things, and then all I of a sudden know. I'm like. Yeah. And then I find myself looking at pictures when I was
0: like 15. Like, did I have them then? Did did my eyes look like that then? Or this or that? Or I look, you know, how they were talking about you kind of compare to other people. Like Oprah's as Tina Turner. You kind of have that person where it's like, oh, well, if she still looks good. I got Mm -hmm. a chance. So I think between my mom and Gabrielle Union, I'm like... What is she doing? Okay, she drinks a gallon of water a
1: day. Let me go on
0: and get my dollar. The lemon water,
1: the apple cider vinegar. Gotta do it. And then as soon as you get your routine, (laughs) it's going to change. And then they'll tell you how terrible it is for you. Of course. There's that. Of course. But I mean, it is a scary concept, too, because as much as we know that we're more than our looks and that that's not our identity, it's still something we see every single day. Yeah, And so to get caught up in life, get busy, and technically it's a beautiful thing because the wrinkles come from... Living life and being alive, yeah. It comes from you're lucky to be here, essentially, and you know, even getting deeper to like our stretch marks. That's like you know, women are creating human life. That's amazing, and we're taught to hide something that is incredible. Yeah. So again, I think
0: this all comes. It's this societal pressure, really, and I don't know where it comes from, or I don't. I don't even know what to say about it. It kind of still throws me. We
1: unfortunately have beauty in the category as we do as being young so i think a lot of times which i've seen so many beautiful older women so i think it's just conversations like this i think it's oprah using her platform which obviously she does so well yes. to put messages like this out there and i think people just have to act on it for themselves it's one thing to say it but and that's going to be a test for us too as we age it's easy to say now when we're younger, but when (laughs) things start to fall and this is when we were talking about being self-conscious with small boobs, at least that's not going to fall. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, now. (laughs) Now we benefit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. it, It will be a test when we start to get older and it will. Figuring out how that makes you feel and how that affects you. And hopefully getting these lessons now is going to help us for the future. But I do want to touch on what Oprah said. She said the understanding of who you are is necessary as you get older because as you begin to lose your external attraction, it's your real responsibility to cultivate your inner attraction.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that goes back to – that's something that's been high priority. Like I'm the type of person, I'm going to buy books before I buy a bag. I'm not – like, I'm kind of a little bit of a tomboy, really. Like I do like to dress up, but I don't have tons of clothes and shoes and make all this mm-hmm. stuff. I'm recently started buying makeup, which is fun and everything, but I definitely it's just agree fun. with it's her. Not like it's a it's not an identity. Yeah.
1: yeah. So when you look at partners and you're looking at do you have any type of like age cutoff or attraction? Because I'll be honest, what draws me to someone initially is that first attraction. Yeah, I wish I was attracted to older men, but I'm not. I'm not either. God, is it, I and don't know if... Not, I mean, okay, I guess I'm just not attracted to older men, but I also feel like if we're at such different points in our life, I can't relate to you. Yeah,
0: I am i don't know. Th- that's a tough one for me. I think a part of my personal issue is that I pictured... So I've had a lot of fun in my life. I think I've had a kind of a rock star lifestyle. I've done some really cool should. things. Yes, yeah, been a lot of places. But I also have this part of me that's like, my beauty can't fade. I haven't gotten everything yet. <laughs> like, I still need to be hot to, like, take pictures on my yacht with my abs and, like, doing all these wild things that I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm. I have fun in moments, but there's a part of me in my mind that's like. I can't age before I do X, Y, Everything and Z. Like I do. have to be cute when I do well, this. Especially
1: now, <laughs> I'll admit when I think about a fun event coming up, I'm visualizing the outfit, and then I'm thinking about the picture that I probably want to yeah. take in this outfit. Yeah. So, which ties back to feeling good about yourself, yes. being young, being attractive. A lot of things socially that were included in, if especially living in LA again, yeah, has to do with what you look like. Yeah. And especially
0: because I'm single, I'm like, well, dang, I like, needs- like that's my way to get attention. I mean, you know, and, you know, I thought about that, too. And I was on the fence and tell me what you think. But she asked, I think it was Sybil and Allie if they both noticed when they stopped turning heads. And sometimes I like to turn heads, but sometimes it's annoying. I don't know. What well, do you feel? Especially
1: um, I'm not I'm not sure if this was Sybil who said this, <laughs> but I know one of the women said that she noticed her daughter was the one being looked at <gasps> oh, and not her. So imagine mm. that kind of feeling where, on a sense, you're proud because like course. you created that. But it's also you're used to walking into rooms, turning heads, and now you see it's your daughter still in the thunder. So that's got to be a little weird. To have a jealousy. with identity. Yes. And then another concept is how we use other people as standards for ourselves. And yeah. that's extremely true. I think... If no one else was around, I probably wouldn't care half yeah. as much about what I look like. But because I have other people to compare myself to, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, she's this. So look at what that gets her. So maybe if I'm more like that, and it's not something I do feel, I feel very confident in who I am now, but I catch myself doing it all the time, this, this need or this comparison to yeah. be something else. Yeah,
0: I've had to work to eliminate that, especially because, you know, when I started doing entertainment stuff, like for real, yeah, I think it was like 19 or 20. So you you have an idea of your identity, but you're still finding it. I think at the same time, you just leave high school, you got all these things going on. And I did find myself comparing myself to other people. It was, it makes you lost because I'm like, well, that's not me, but it worked for her. Let me try it. That's not me. But you kind of lose yourself in trying to be what you think works.
1: And sometimes I I struggle with, well, what do I like? Because if I, I, right. I appreciate friends being honest with me and knowing I can turn to them for real opinions. But sometimes I do find that I'm, am I listening to what they're saying just because they're my friends or is this truly how I feel about it? Such an
0: important thing to think about and feel and say, like we have to know because I mean, you're not going to be here again. You, there's billions of people on this planet for however many years, you're only here now. And then when you leave, that's it. So it's like. I definitely would love to get to the most raw, pure, authentic version of myself, undistracted
1: from environment and see where that leads. And I do think that, again, like I said, we're not experiencing this yet. So I really hope that I'm not hypocritical when my body starts changing and when I start getting those wrinkles. But I think it's really cool to see older women. And I just saw on Kelly Clarkson's show, she had a (laughs) team of older 80s and 90 year old women playing basketball. And I just thought, How cool is that? That they're they're living. They're like they're not restrained to this box of you're a certain age and you can't do this now. So I would love to see women like Sybil Shepherd and obviously my Angelou said we learn to be modest by society. Society, like we were said, sets the standard, puts us in this box to feel bad. But it is very it's sad that we are truly denying parts of our lives and why do we feel the need to do that why is it embarrassing to age
0: it's just the way we speak now i think ali mcgraw was talking about that like should i just go
1: ball up and be nothing because i'm 71 now like and it's all beauty based because if we were aging on the inside but you couldn't see it yeah i don't think we'd be having this discussion
0: no it's very true but again i guess that goes back to why is aging something that is tied to beauty fading as opposed to evolving or being better or yeah it's society we've got to change the narrative i guess maybe the best we can in our own lives and since it always starts with us looking in the mirror and just being happy i'm working on it because i I know i see
1: generation to be the ones to make the change but you do see like a baddie, the instagram i love her i honestly think fly and fun i think women like her are the ones that need to show other women her age that we're still beautiful, we can still be funny and hot and dress up and yeah. It's like I mean, if you're still living, you live, should still be living. Exactly. Why is yeah. why is there some cutoff of what's acceptable? And yeah. that's even more so, especially we were talking about relationships and being attracted to people. If all you identify with or identify in someone else is what they look like, then you're about to be really miserable years down the line when that fades. And is that all you have to say that is your relationship based on that. You know what I mean? It's just like you're going to yeah. be so miserable. Or even if it doesn't fade in what Beverly Johnson had to say about having to use different
0: parts of herself, like her brain, going from just, oh, beauty, 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 being successful as a model, then having to use her mind in business. She's like, that's challenging. And I'm glad that she got a chance to dive into that because we're so many things Mm -hmm. you know we're physical we're beauty we're brains you know there's all kinds of things that we can do with our time our life our looks bodies and all these things so i'm glad that starting business and using her mind to push barriers in that area served her so well
1: and i think hearing models say these things Mm -hmm. are extremely important for other models because i'm not a model i'm not in the industry but i've heard multiple models speak on how Uh, Not only are they in front of the camera every single day where they're picking apart things that are good about a picture, not good about a picture, pose it's so based on your look and your symmetry and what is going to sell in a magazine. So I think that's very easy to think you're – like we were discussing in a couple episodes before of our job, we get lost in thinking we are who we are at work and that's it. Yeah. And saying that there's so much more to a person. So in the same concept – if a model is her job is to be beautiful. I can very easily see how that's all someone could start to identify themselves as, which is so sad,
0: yeah, it's really bad. I know something that I would always say in my mind, and God forbid, I don't want anything to happen, but it would always be in the back of my mind, like if I got, I don't know hit by a car or something happened to my face or my looks, like I don't want I'm starting now. I don't want to rely on that. I still want to be joyful. I don't want to ever look in the mirror and see, you know, yeah. anything and just not be joyful to be here. So that's something that I literally, that's like the same, I, I don't know if I should be telling myself that my, my mind about. Well, no, it's true. I mean, it's, it's obviously true. like a would
1: be <laughs> yes, worst case scenario, but just the, just the idea that if it were all gone tomorrow or who are you on the inside, can you still be yeah. happy?
0: I look at my friends and I look how I communicate and what I do and I don't think too much of what I do would change so much unless you're just inauthentic and like were only around me because you thought
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever. But what I have and I think the reason why I get along with certain people, I it, I know it doesn't really, in my opinion, have anything to do with what I look like, right. which is like the goal.
1: I <laughs> will say something that I don't know if I do this on purpose, but I've noticed I have a lot of pretty friends. And I all don't my know if I'm subconsciously choosing that. Is that weird to say? No, I've but had like, some people ask me. Yeah, mine too. I don't know what that is. And I don't know if it's maybe like just being in here. our age and in the industry and most people who want to be on camera feel some sense of confidence on camera, I guess. That's a good one. But yeah, sometimes I question myself or am I strategically choosing pretty friends? That's wild. Or maybe I just see them as beautiful because they're my friends. Yeah. But I, would, I also believe society sees them as beautiful, too. But Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that. It is a weird concept. It's a weird concept. I don't know. I'm probably going to have to go home and think about that one.
1: So after this podcast, you said that there are so many parts that pulled to you about, oh, that's me maybe lying. Do you think you would lie after hearing the podcast?
0: No, but I do think because the world is what it is, I struggle with it. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, because, you know, I do my, all my little inspirational videos Which on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, but there's at some point I feel like yeah, I just want to like tell my age and whatever. But I am afraid of people putting me in a box.
1: You sound like that's definitely happened. Yeah, I just do the the kid questions come, you mean like are y- you I just well my grandma always asks me.
0: You know it's a, Yeah, of course. Like, my grandma too. She's like, well you're get- getting up there, baby. I'm like, grandma you believe in God. Stuff and I'm like, you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, it's a mix between the perception of what I deem to be successful as myself in my life and um, the way society view things. Between the two, it's just tough for me to just spit it out. So I'd rather not say it all. I don't usually lie, but I let people guess and it's like, oh, yeah, it's close
1: enough, sounds mm-hmm. good.
0: I just move right past.
1: I am horrible at the guessing game. I've offended multiple people by guessing. Like yeah. I'm always aging them by ten years. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's bad. I'm mean, just yeah. really, I just really embarrassed. Even with kids, I'm like six, and they're like twelve. Yeah.
0: <laughs> kids are seem smaller these days than I they were know. back in our day. Yeah,
1: some of them are real little. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm like you're in high school. Like you look eleven. It's yeah, fine.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know. But it's yeah, a especially challenge, especially in a world of Botox and all of. We get Ugh. compliments, and you hear older women. All the, we look at someone like J-Lo. How many times do we hear, J-Lo looks amazing and she's 50. I mean, J-Lo yes. looks amazing, period, end of sentence. Period, end of sentence. But a lot of times, 450, and look at amazing. Uh-huh. Like, and so we set that standard in our head of, wow, if she can, just like you said, if she can look this way at 50, I want to do everything in my power to look like that. I'm 52.
0: Yeah, and people are going overboard. Like Ali McGraw, she was so funny. She was like,
1: I'm so sick of those duck lips. Who would want to kiss oh, that? Oh, my she God. So... That was and, really funny. And
0: I was open to it because I, you know, <laughs> but I understand what she's saying. I kind of get a little bit aggravated, too, when I see everyone pushing to just look at the same, the same contour, the same lip injections, the same... I'm tightening my waist and my booty and and it's like cool. I mean, I guess if that's what you want to do, but
1: it's getting boring to me.
0: So, and. I don't, I don't think it looks right. Now, don't get me wrong, I get it. Like, like my mom got her boobs done, but you know, after three kids, she was looking different and did something. It wasn't so she could suck and tuck her waist so mm-hmm. her booty looks like bigger. And That's it's just problem. we're doing I a feel lot like A right lot of now.
1: people have a hard time defining that line of yeah. Oh, if I just fix this. Oh, and just one more thing, and then before you know it, you're not at all cinched the and snatched and you're not
0: the same person. And, and I don't every want to step knock of the way, how yeah. much
1: more attached to the physicality of your identity. Identity, because and then of that. it's
0: what you look like in pictures. Because some of these, you know, folks uh, without makeup and without certain faces and angles, it is like, damn, yo, like you really did
1: the most. And, uh, and that's a good point too. Because have you ever been out with friends and you're having a really good time, enjoying life, and then you take a photo and you hate it so much that you allow it to ruin your time? No, I haven't been there. Really? I think. <laughs> I've ha- I've, thankfully, that hasn't happened in a while. But I yeah. definitely. In that stage before where I didn't feel good about myself, Mm. I was having fun and I was not thinking about what I looked like. And then after seeing a picture, whether it's feeling, you know, like I was heavier and like it, whether it was feeling heavier or feeling just not pretty, it, I couldn't help but allow my view of myself physically Mm. to ruin everything else. And I hated that, but I couldn't just shut that off.
0: Yeah, I think I felt that way, maybe not in taking pictures, but, again, like, I used to go out to clubs a lot in Hollywood. I mean, I had so much fun. I knew a lot of people. It was all this, but being out there and being black, it was so uncomfortable. Like, I would go home and cry sometimes at night because it's, like, it's it's very strange. Like, the men, because my friends are all different races, like Middle Eastern, Spanish, like, I'm beautiful for everybody, whatever, but it would literally always be, like everybody's having fun
1: but me like i just it's weird in a way where they are rude to you or not giving you attention oh i've
0: I've had i've had people be rude um i've had men be rude i've girl i've seen and And heard a lot it's bad
1: because i I, knowing you i just can't picture someone just like coming up to you and being rude i just don't understand it's weird it's that's probably like a whole nother podcast
0: (laughs) i don't know what's good i don't But what I I can say and what I see about it is there's just something about society and what things are supposed to look like. Like, you know, the first guy I dated, for example, he's my ex-fiance. But in a fight one day, he was just fine with telling me, uh, like, basically, like, you're not pretty enough for me to marry you. Like... You know, like, I remember this time where I took, okay. yeah, oh, straight up, where I took, you know, took something. And it was his own immaturity, but I had to learn that. So, you know, I took something to his job. It he was better very far. look like
1: Brad Pitt, by the way. No, no. Oh, my no gosh. Brad. How, um, how does someone have the audacity to yeah, say that to someone Yeah, the audacity.
0: Else? You'd be surprised. You're not
1: pretty enough. Um, well, I would say yeah. I know my inner is so, I mean... I don't want to, like... I feel like let people go like that. Don't <laughs> yeah, love work yeah. on like, not to take your good energy. But just knowing that your soul is so much more beautiful than he yeah. could ever be. And then to, to like, love someone. It's like, but I, I love you. Like, what... It's just, like, the abuse mm-hmm.
0: that I feel like... And not to say it's different for black women. But it's just... It's just a weird thing. Like, from the fight with not being comfortable with wearing our own hair. That was a struggle for a while. Um, just it's the society thing. I don't know what it is. Or even dating guys like, yeah. Oh, they want you to be mixed. They want your hair like this. They want this and that because they're looking at X, Y, and Z music video. And everybody looks Mm -hmm. Asian and exotic quote unquote. And all these things where it's just like, there's so much space for you to not feel like you're enough just because it's like, well, damn.
1: I do want to say that. Yes, we have a toxic Instagram culture sometimes, but I do believe there's a lot of positive Oh, yeah, for coming sh- from it and oh, look so at what much. rihanna just did with fenty and her yep. lingerie having so much. all different types of people in her fashion show i think it starts with that and yeah we might be talking about beauty and sexuality more than aging right now but i think just getting that concept of beauty is not a one line even Edgar no. totally in his past podcast saying civilization does not move on a straight line there's always going to be ups and downs yep. so i think We had to go through those downs, and now hopefully people are seeing that there's so much more into someone other than beauty, and I truly, truly feel bad for people that can't understand that.
0: Yeah, well, I see it as a blessing personally because I've overcome it, and it's an opportunity for me to share with other women that look like me or maybe even don't but feel like they're not beautiful but they think I'm beautiful, and it's like, sweetie, beauty is Mm – let me tell you about the stuff that I've been through and heard because – I'm not exempt because you think I'm pretty and you don't think you are like we're all I just
1: it's my passion to enforce that. I've had to even remind myself because I've been in moments where I'll notice myself getting a little jealous of my friends or if I'm Mm -hmm. out with a group and I think that and it's like it could change one night where I feel like I'm getting, you know, attention life is good, which I still am annoyed that I value how much (laughs) attention I get based on how I feel about myself. But sometimes, you know, if I see all of my friends getting attention and I'm not, Yeah, I don't feel the best about myself because of that. But then I had to remind myself just because she's beautiful doesn't mean you're not. And it doesn't mean that you you should not be happy for your friend's attention. Like that's your friend. Yeah, encourage and them and as long as it's like a good person they're talking yeah, to but course. like I would never you know want to be like in mm, the girl in the corner that's not getting attention like <laughs> come on
0: yeah and attention is also not the end all be all I have friends who get attention but they go home and the man that they've chosen is emotionally abusive and mm-hmm. they're dealing with the
1: he, child nah, he support he only and, chooses attractive people and never cares to get to know them
0: it's just so weird there's just all kinds of things so there's just it just all goes back to there's no point to look outside of ourselves about
1: anything because it's never going to add up logically. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if Oprah had been told you're beautiful, you're beautiful as a young girl. I wonder if she would have pushed as hard to be the woman she is today. I wonder because I mean,
0: when you're like the it girl and you're out and this and that, you're probably out a little more than you're reading or, you know, you get FOMO, you don't want to miss a moment. It's a Didn't different Oprah life. Didn't Oprah even
1: touch on that actually? Yeah. The women that were always told they were beautiful, like, did you think you needed to be more? Because if, if you don't really feel like people are ever asking more of you, I can see how you'd find comfort in that. And why mm. do I need to be smart? <laughs> you know, like why? If, if, if that's all you're working, told. If, yeah. Exactly.
0: And I, I actually I think that that's OK. Um, just because those that are smart, that doesn't mean you shouldn't hop in a gym or put a little rouge on one day another thing that
1: ali mcgraw said and i do have an article to and we're getting down to the wire to share as well but um she was saying it's okay to take care of yourself and i feel better when i'm healthy i feel better when i'm in shape all of those things i think are important but just going beyond that and knowing that that is not all you are it's a part of you it's a characteristic yep that's not who you are at the core of it
0: yeah, well, I would love to dive deeper into that. So why don't we jump into some news and gossip? I want to hear about this yeah. article. So
1: speaking of Take Allie, it away, can Haley we, J. Can we pull it up for the <laughs> folks at home, Ryan? <laughs> so closerweekly. dot com, And this article kind of pissed me off because Ooh. she is at this point. So this... Um, the podcast was later on. So now Allie is 80 years old and she's saying how much she's learned about herself and how her worth is more than beauty. Like we heard her say in the podcast, but this article she is looks still, beautiful. she does look beautiful, but I was kind of annoyed that we've seen so much progress in who she is as a person. And this magazine is talking about, look how gorgeous she is at 79. And it goes on to say what she's wearing and all of these things. And I'm, it's just <laughs> annoying. Is yeah. this flattering? And I just think after seeing how much more she is and then the first thing i google is an article of like oh look how good she is at 79 i'm like and then if you read yeah. the article she talks about one of the lucky things for someone my age is that i'm open and curious oh, there's yeah. just one thing i love to do or there's not just one thing i love to do and feel i think i had a type there <laughs> So she's saying there's all these things she likes to do and that she knows that she's not happy when she's not being creative. So just goes to speak on her mind and there's so much more to her. So just seeing this article, I was like, does it end? You know, like we need to, I think, I think we are the voices. We're the generation to make that change. I think the quote was, there's not
0: just one thing I love to do and feel bereft if I can't. Bereft. Oh, it wasn't a typo.
1: I just didn't know that word. But I
0: know (laughs) that I'm not happy when I'm not doing something creative.
1: Oh, I,
0: I feel you, Allie, <laughs> at all ages. You know what I'm saying, though? Yes. The fact that, like, Thank you, she's Ryan. been
1: fighting. Thank you, Ryan. She's been fighting this her entire life. That's insane. And then that's when I wanted to take this concept to the Instagram audience as well. Yes. And
0: Let's see it. Haley like Poll. We need a name for your poll, Haley. I know. Oh, wow. 94 to 6.
1: Yeah, Let's so dive Yeah, this in. is a big one. I said, do you notice people treating you differently when you look more attractive or if you're in better shape? Obviously, a huge majority says 96 or 94% says absolutely they wow. feel more attractive. And I would, I agree. And that people treat them differently. Yeah, even at mm. the grocery store, if I look better than my sweatband days, I'll notice. Guys at Whole Foods. God, it's so
0: weird because the more <laughs> dressed down I am, I kind of feel I get a little bit more attention. Like, yeah. oh, are you in the, I will go to the nail salon and like sweat, like nothingness. I'm telling you, like, roll out of bed, like. Mm-hmm. were you in this magazine were you that people you have it's ma- so weird i don't know but yeah i get it, I, it we're conditioned girl yeah. i think we're going get conditioned to identify and um what's the word not attract but like draw to quote unquote beauty
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean and it's one of those things it's like can you blame us if that's all we've ever known but i think mm. discussions like this are that first step to change
0: yeah, I absolutely So agree. now we need
1: to be held responsible to keep that mentality as we age. It's easy to say now, but I could see, you know, an eight-year-old woman looking at like, those girls say this now, but they don't know. So I'd I like know. to declare now that I want that mentality as I do age. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to I'm front. not saying I'll never get Botox, but. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Lord have mercy.
1: Hopefully it changes.
0: Yeah. I'm with you on that. Well, just another news real quick and news and gossip um, on CBS this morning well, on CBS this morning on Monday, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey revealed her highly anticipated new book club selection. The debut novel of one of our most acclaimed writers, The Water Dancer, One World by Todd Nahisi Coates, tells the story of a young boy born into bondage on a plantation and the mysterious power he discovers I'm down to read the book. Go Oprah with your book club. I'm
1: also down to see her on tour, which if you guys are listening long in the podcast, you know that Oprah is on tour. And that's
0: awesome. You know what I also what love star. about Oprah is that she
1: doesn't do her own, her own ads. Like every other podcast has a host of reason Oh, I like Not that. Oprah. Not Oprah.
0: <laughs> I love it. You better share and shine, girl. I can't wait to check that out. So I guess before we get out of here, this will be a perfect time to wrap up with our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Never gets So old. profound. <laughs> <laughs> so you did speak a little bit about it, Haley, but what, besides your mindset or, you know, what is it that you want to do to own your soul this week to be very cognizant of how you speak and see things when it comes to aging?
1: I feel like that's not something that I can just, you know, start tomorrow. It's going to just be as I get older and see. Even when I said I noticed the crow's feet, maybe I could be better about, that's okay. I'm getting older. (laughs) That's going to (laughs) happen. And my sisters that want to call me out, I see it. Thank you. But (laughs) yeah, I think it's just a a daily reminder that your body is going to change and all the physical things are going to change, but your real friends and the people that love you aren't going to focus on that. So yeah. You shouldn't either.
0: Yeah. I like it. I think I'm going to do the same. I'm going to, I think we can start right away, even in this moment tomorrow, things won't change overnight, but I do kind of mentality. This, yeah. The same thing when I see it, instead of being like, oh my God, blah, 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 all dramatic, like, okay, this is part of what I, you know, be more accepting of myself mm-hmm. because if I am more accepting of myself and removing judgment, it really gives me the opportunity to to remove judgment on others right which we kind of do every time we're looking through instagram i like this i don't like that she looks good oh my god that hair all those colors that it just naturally kind of comes out because we're looking at things
1: now i retract my statement so maybe i can't <laughs> physically change overnight or i don't think i will but i can change my mind so yeah. i agree with you we can start there so we're gonna we're, that's what we're doing
0: own our soul this week we're gonna change our minds about how let we let us know yeah at home what you are gonna do That would be so great. Leave (laughs) us a comment. We'd love to see it. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you love this episode again, please let us know. We will see you same time, same place next week to talk about something else amazing and soul food-ish. So we're moving <laughs> forward in our lives and evolving and growing with Oprah. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander.
1: And I'm Haley J. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, J H A Y J underscore. We will see you Monday. Peace.